I'm Justin Dane with a brief look at the latest news in Texas politics and policy from the Texas Tribune. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick announced a list Monday of 30 wide-ranging bills that he has designated as his legislative priorities, including providing property tax relief and increasing natural gas plants to improve the reliability of the state's power grid. He also detailed more specifically his plans to push a socially conservative agenda that would ban certain books in schools, restrict transgender student-athletes in collegiate sports, and end gender transition treatment for young people. Monday's announcement had brief descriptions of the priority bills and more directly addressed controversial legislation that the most socially conservative members in the Republican Party have called for, including bills that seek to impose restrictions on transgender Texans. Patrick also included legislation to ban what he deems obscene books in schools and to prohibit children from being exposed to drag shows. On education, Patrick said he supports voucher legislation that would use state dollars for parents to take their kids out of public schools and place them in private schools. On the college level, he doubled down on ending tenure, a policy idea he initially floated last year as a way to stop professors from teaching critical race theory and banning diversity, equity, and inclusion policies in hiring practices. Patrick also made banning local COVID-19 mandates a priority perhaps in a nod to Governor Greg Abbott's threat to keep in place his emergency powers until lawmakers codified his order to ban cities and counties from implementing vaccine and mask mandates. Patrick, who has a Republican majority in the Senate, should have an easy time passing his priorities through the upper chamber. But to become law, bills must pass through both chambers and then be signed by the governor. A federal judge denied a bid by the families of victims who died in two Boeing 737 MAX plane crashes to nullify a deal prosecutors in Boeing negotiated to resolve charges that the company lied to the federal government about the extent of changes to the new plane, which investigators say led to the crashes. In January of 2021, prosecutors entered into an agreement with Boeing that requires the company to pay nearly $250 million in fines and set up a $500 million fund for the relatives of crash victims, as well as participate with compliance meetings with the government for three years. If Boeing complies with these terms, the government will dismiss the charge and the company will be immune from criminal prosecution. The families of the crash victims called the agreement a sweetheart deal and say it was made behind closed doors and without their involvement. The families are planning to appeal the ruling. Attorney General Ken Paxton has reached a tentative settlement agreement with four of his former top deputies who filed a whistleblower lawsuit, claiming they were improperly fired after they accused Paxton of several crimes. The settlement would pay those employees $3.3 million. The payment for the settlement would come out of state funds and has been approved by the legislature. Paxton would also have to apologize to them. The Attorney General said in a statement that he agreed to the settlement to save taxpayer money and start his new term unencumbered by the accusations. The whistleblower lawsuit was filed after eight of Paxton's top former deputies accused him of bribery and abuse of office in October 2020 and reported their accusations to authorities. All eight of those employees either were fired or resigned, and four of them filed the suit in November of 21. While the agreement would bring an end to the lawsuit, it wouldn't end Paxton's legal troubles. The accusations prompted an FBI investigation though no charges have been filed and Paxton has denied wrongdoing. Paxton also remains under felony indictment on state charges of securities fraud, tied to private business deals in 2011. He has also denied wrongdoing on that case. 
Check for updates to any of these stories at texastribune.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. We are at Texas Tribune. And follow The Brief Podcast for daily news updates wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Justin Dane for the Texas Tribune. You've been briefed. Today's brief is brought to you by Water Grows. There's a tremendous gap between today's consumers and understanding where and how food is produced. Water Grows aims to connect influencers and decision makers with the farmers that grow their food and help rural economies thrive. For more information, visit watergrows.org.